Okay, I'm just going to go because I have re-recorded the first 30 seconds of this podcast like 20 times now because I cannot just have a good intro. I've been trying to say hello, friends, family, or whatever. I'm just going to go and be me and just be honest. And I know you guys like um, honesty and clarity. I know that's good. Um... And so I'm just going to do this and anything I stumble with words or do wrong, I'm sure you guys will understand because I know you really want to know what's going on. I appreciate that. So just hello, friends and family, members of my church, whoever's listening. I just want to tell about what's been going on because I know a lot of you have requested that. And um, I don't like recording podcasts that much ever since I realized I'm not good at it. I'm not as talented as my sister Autumn. Um, So I'm just going to pray. And then we'll start. And then I'll tell about what's going on. Father, thank you for um, your word. And thank you for this camp that your word is proclaimed. That I can teach the book of Moses to all the kids. And build relationships even though they speak Korean and I speak English. It's been great, Lord, just being with them and knowing that a lot of them are saved and I'm brothers with a lot of them and sisters too. I pray that you'd give me clarity of speech, clarity of mind, that I'd be able to be to the point and just encourage your people, Lord, and encourage my friends who are listening and family. Thank you, God, for this opportunity and that I can record a podcast and let them know. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I have written out a couple of questions uh, that will serve as a guideline for what's going on. The questions are, what is Vision Camp? How does it operate? What challenges does it face? What has happened so far? What is happening in the near future? What is happening in the far future? And then I'll end with, what are some big praises and encouragements? And do I have any prayer requests? And do I have any personal personal request for prayer. So what is Vision Camp? Awana Vision Camp is a camp centered around, started by Korea, started by South Korea, centered around giving Christians, youth, a clear set goal and vision for their life. It takes them to various parks around Orlando, Florida, and shows them ways it can be someone in life. It strongly emphasizes that you should have a goal in life and you should know it very early in life and seek it. And so it has brought, taken us to NASA so far. It has taken us to Wycliffe um, and to church. And the leaders, the Korean leaders, are very, very good with handling scripture about what does the word say about your life? What does it say about uh, having a goal in life, being someone in life, and doing it all for glorifying God, even if you become an astronaut, even if you work at NASA, even if you work at Disney or become an actor, you are, because you're a Christian, you have to do it all in service to God. And that is what Vision Camp is all about. It's about giving Korean kids a vision. Lots of Korean p- Christians can, um, who have been in Awana can trace their life back to vision camp where they remember, this is where I found my vision for my life. And English leaders play a big part of that. I'm an English leader. Um, So that, the second question, 
how does Vision Camp operate? Vision Camp operates by sending a lot of Korean kids from South Korea to Orlando, Florida. It has... Uh, Mark, please go out. Um, okay, you want to sit down and listen? No, I got to finish recording my podcast. You can sit down. No, no, no. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Either go back inside or sit down. I'm so Go back inside or sit... Andrew! I'm so sorry. Andrew, let him back inside. Um, I'm so sorry about this. Um, I'm with Korean kids. Part of my how does Vision Camp operate? Uh, it brings in English leaders who don't need to know any Korean at all. And the English leaders are encouraged to teach the kids about their faith. And they are required to teach English classes from cooking, sports, games, American holidays, and across America, and Bible to get a more perspective on the world around them and America. So the Korean kids can see what America is like. What's it like to be in another nation? And it strongly encourages that English leaders don't have to be from the United States. For example, three of our English leaders are from Brazil. And it's really cool because they speak Portuguese very well. Actually, four of our English leaders are from Brazil. They speak Portuguese very well. And for some of them, it's even a challenge to speak English. But the Korean leaders and the other English leaders who have been here in the past are very encouraging with um, encouraging them to use their English, to promote their English so the Korean kids can learn English. Um, and so that's been inspiring to see. Um, this specific Korean... Uh, year has 31 boys, 35 girls, 11 Korean leaders, 11 English leaders, and six staff. And the six staff are like in charge of everything. Well, actually, five staff because uh, one of the staff is Leo. He is five years old, and he's the son of Grace, who is the female Korean leader of um, the whole camp. The staff, I mean, not Korean leader. She's a staff. Um, so he's he's so cool. He's a he's a kid. He knows English so well, and it's been encouraging to see how well he knows English as well as Korean. Even though he's five years old, uh, five or six, I'm not sure. Um, the English there is supposed to be one English leader and one Korean leader in each room at the resort, overseeing the kids' activities. And when we go on field trips staying with the kids who are also in the room at the resort, staying with the kids around the theme park um, or the activity. So the Korean kids don't go to bed on time. Uh, they eat a lot of chocolate Nutella in the morning on their bread, and they're very crazy. And that's just what happened, as you probably <laughs> heard just now. Um, one of them, Mark, was being chased, and he just ran in here screaming his head off. I'm sure you heard all that. It was very delightful for some of you. Um, okay, what challenges does Awana Vision Camp face? Well, a lot of them. For certain, there's the language barrier. Um, for English leaders, especially myself, we want to tell the kids our testimony. We want to tell the kids our life. A lot of the Korean kids speak English okay. A lot of them speak English very poorly. There's only two kids this year 
well, three, really. There's three kids, Korean kids this year that speak English very well and can have a full conversation. The other kids know bits and pieces of English and can answer just yes or no questions pretty easily. And there are kids which don't know, don't know like any English at all. And all of the kids, it's very hard to teach them the word. It's very hard to teach them um, the gospel for American leaders. And so that falls on the Korean leaders. Another challenge it faces is just the scheduling, the flights, the jet lag that a lot of the Korean staff and leaders face because South Korea is 14 hours ahead of Florida, Orlando, Florida. Um, another, another challenge it faces is money problems, uh, getting food to everyone. We have to get food every day. Um, a lot of the kids don't eat certain foods. Um, also, we seem to get sick every year. I've heard in the past they get sick a lot, and already this year there is 15 kids who have a fever, and three kids have the flu. We've all, everyone in the camp, all um, 96 people participating in this camp have taken a COVID test and has been negative, and so that is a big praise there. But there are three and maybe four, because another kid was really sick, sick today, I'm not sure, who have the flu. Um, and so that's one of the challenge. And another challenge is dealing with kids who want to go home so desperately. There are actually, I'd say half of the kids are at least a little bit homesick. Not because this is a, this um, isn't a fun place, it is. Not because they're seeing cool things, but simply America is so different from South Korea. Um, they wash, in South Korea, they wash all of their dishes by hand. Uh, they don't know how to operate a dishwasher. The washer and dryer is a different operation. Um, the weather is certainly different. It's actually a lot warmer here in Orlando than it is in Korea. And I believe it's a different pressure as well. Um, in other weather statistics, I think. I'm not going to go into that because I don't know a lot. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of kids are really, there's two kids which don't ever want to come back because they miss home so much. Granted, those kids are very rich at home, and so they miss a lot of their privileges of being rich kids. Um, and they do brag a lot about their riches back at home, their money, uh, how much they have, and their big house. Um, and so that's been hard. And Korean has a lot of... Uh, Vision Camp, I mean, has a lot of those challenges every year. What has happened so far at Vision Camp? <laughs> well, looking at the big calendar here in the leader handbook, um, we have gone to Orange Park in Orlando. We have gone to NASA, the Kennedy Space Center at NASA. We have gone to Disney Springs. Um, and we've gone today Thursday, the 5th of January, we went to Wycliffe Bible Institute and the Crew Institute. I'm not sure what it's about, uh, what it's called exactly, but it's the place where they send the Jesus video, they put the Jesus video into over uh, a thousand languages and sent, sends it out over the world. Uh, it started in like 1987, I believe, and sends the video all over the world to show the gospel through a film. Um, we went to that place. And a lot of English classes already happened. How my English class operates, which will give you a perspective into how all the English classes operates, is I've given 35 minutes 
to teach a lesson from the Bible. I have a curriculum, and I am currently teaching through the book of Exodus. They divided the entire kids, Korean kids, into six age groups, or six levels. Levels by their age and levels by how well they speak English. So I have to teach the same lesson six different times to all six different levels. And um, there are six lessons in all. And so I have to teach a total of 36 lessons, which is going to be challenging. And I've already done a one, two, three, four, nine, nine lessons. Tomorrow will be um, 11, 10, and 12 lesson. 10, 11, 12 lessons. Um, so that's what's happened so far. There, one. So, um, what is happening in the near future? Well, tomorrow seems like a very special day. There's going to be English classes in the morning. I'm going to be teaching on Moses going from uh, Egypt to the well and him meeting Zephora and getting married and what. Um, what's what's all in that? I'm going to be teaching about that. We. It's leaving my mind exactly what I'm teaching, but I'll remember it in the morning, Lord willing. Um, there will also be uh, what they call a revival. What will happen is um, in the evening, there will be worship songs, a few in English, a few in Korean, um, and I will be singing <laughs> with a, f a few of the other leaders on stage, uh, Here I Am to Worship, and then I think another English song, I'm not sure, and one of the English leaders brought her guitar. Which is, it's a skinny guitar, but it's playable, and she does play it pretty well. Uh, she's fr actually from Ukraine. Um, after the worship songs at the revival meeting, that's what they call it, um, Charlie, who is the leader of the Korean staff leader, he's like the big guy of everything, and then Grace... Um, who is another staff, is like behind everything. So Charlie's in the front. He's going to be preaching uh, a message. I don't know what the message is going to be about in Korean. And the English leaders are going to go into a different room. And um, yet today, this morning, I was asked if I could prepare a devotional for them. Um, and so I'm excited to do that. I think it needs to be at least an, uh, 30 minutes long. I'm going to prepare a 20-minute devotional and it's going to be from the Song of Solomon because um, I really feel the Lord put that on my heart to teach them from the Song of Solomon about the love of God. Um, just general, how do, how do we see God's love in reflected through marriage, through the Song of Solomon? I didn't want to teach that. And I wanted to teach the Beatitudes and a few other stuff. And I spent a lot of time in prayer today. And I believe, I'm confident actually, that that is what I am to teach on. And so, uh, please be praying that that goes well and that it resonates well with people because it's a revival. We need to know about the love of God for us and that's what revives our hearts. And that's what I've been seeing throughout Vision Camp. Is a lot of these kids, um, they get bullied at home. Sure, they have their friend groups and their school groups, but they don't see a lot of the overwhelming love of God displayed through his people. They don't see a lot of um, revivals in South in South Korea because it's so, I don't even know what the word is. Their culture is so different from America. It's almost like it's, it's much more solid. It's much more 
I guess you could say conservative even. Um, and so they need to know. They need to know God's truth. Um, and then we, on the 9th, we will be going to SeaWorld. On the 12th, we will be going to Walt Disney. And on the 19th, we will go to a Walt Disney World, I think. Um, then there's actually two more revivals, looking at the calendar here. And yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, what are some big praises and encouragements? Oh, there's many. Uh, I've been encouraged to see that even though... Um, even though Wana uh, Korea has its challenges, Vision Camp has its challenges, I definitely believe that at least a great portion of the Korean kids are saved because I see genuine interest for the Bible, genuine interest not just for reading the Bible, but to understand who Jesus is, to understand um, how Jesus can influence their life and how they can live their life in a way pleasing to God. Not just live a good life, but live a life that they don't sin. Um, and, and so I've seen a lot of fruit, and it's been really encouraging. Even though I can't connect with them through language a lot of times, I can connect to them heart to heart because we're family. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. And that's been so encouraging. Um, awesome. uh, another praise and encouragement. The other English leaders have been outstanding. Uh, one of them, Deborah, who was like, she, she's the head English leader. She's given up so much sleep to coordinate things, to uh, plan trips with the bus ride, because a lot of the Korean leaders, they just can't do that because they don't speak English that well. And so she sets up reservations for bus rides, for uh, taxi rides, for... Um, uh, one-way rides or two-way trips for Korean leaders who have errands to run, who need to go to Walmart for uh, all of a sudden, uh, for kids who get sick, for abrupt changes. She's on her phone a lot calling people, and she sleeps very little. And I worry about her because she works so hard. I really hope she knows the true meaning of rest as well as the true meaning of work. I mean, like from Ecclesiastes, there's a time to rest and a time to work. And so I've been praying for her a lot. Um, other Korean, uh, other English leaders that have been a huge encouragement is my friend Miguel. He is the guy who I posted a picture on Facebook recently on my Facebook spam account, which I recently deactivated for reasons I'm not going to go into. He is very encouraging. He loves the Word of God, and he loves hearing about my life. And he asks me all these questions up and down, and so does his friend Pedro, who is also from Brazil. Um, just both of them have been a huge encouragement. How long have I been going with this podcast? Oh, 18 minutes, 19 minutes. All right, I'll wrap this up. Do I have any prayer requests? Yes. Prayer that the gospel would be penetrating to all the kids. Um, prayer that for better sleep and energy for the Korean leaders and the English leaders as well to be good leaders um, and good examples to the leaders as well. Um, another prayer request is that um, at the sickness would go down, the fever and the flu, would it spread? It's been spreading, the fever at least has been spreading. We don't know what exactly is causing the fever. There's been a few people who have had a fever and then it just went down. Like they had maybe a cold, maybe there's a cold going through us, we don't know. 
And so we've been trying to place in the Lord's hands. And I would greatly appreciate prayer because if a lot of us got sick, we wouldn't be able to do a lot of the activities and we wouldn't be able to show kids their vision of what they want to do in life. Um, so yeah, prayers for that and just prayers for anything else that you, that God put in your heart while I was speaking about Korean camp, the language barrier, the classes, Bible class, the other leaders, um, and the word of God. Uh, do I have any personal prayer requests? Help. Um, I've been reading the Proverbs a lot and one verse, two verses stuck out for me. One, Proverbs 12, 8. A man is commended according to his good sense, but one of twisted mind is despised. And also chapter 13, verse 15. Chapter 13, verse 15. Good sense wins favor, but the way of the treacherous, treacherous is their ruin. Back home, living in Washington, working at Walmart my full time and doing school, also spending time with friends and family, I was, I'm very immature. A lot of this, a lot of this time has shown me my great immaturity, which can be a problem. The scripture says good sense wins favor. Good sense wins favor. Um, <laughs> I, def I desire favor ultimately from God, but I know the qualification for being a good elder and deacon given in 1 Timothy and Jude is that there is, there is above reproach. Um, there is unbelievers even speak well and i'm confident that back home there are many unbelievers who would not speak well of me because i have been immature before them and i've shown myself someone who hasn't really grown up and wants to be a man and so prayers that i would become mature myself um, and prayers that i would become more committed to the word of god reading it daily and prayer um, praying daily because I was not committed um, back at home and just a quick verse <laughs> I'm reading the Proverbs the Proverbs are beautiful uh, everything Solomon writes it's so beautiful because it's it's wisdom it's just beautiful wisdom he says in a Proverbs chapter 13 verse 4 sorry chapter 14 verse 4 where there are no oxen the manger is clean but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. There are a lot of kids here. And there are, I could call them oxen by how crazy they are. When there's no oxen in a manger in a stable, it's clean. But when there are a lot, it's going to be messy. It's going to be disorganized. And right now, a lot of things feel very disorganized. But we know that God knows every single person inside and out. And he knows their future and their past. As it says in Psalm 139, um, all the days uh, for them, all the days that they're going to live is set out. I forget how the verse goes exactly. But the Lord knows their future. And I'd like to see a lot of these kids grow up also to be um, a powerful witness, just sharing their testimony of how they've got saved. I want them to be able to show through the scripture what it means that they truly love Jesus, what it means that Jesus took away their sin, and what it means that they have a relationship with their Savior through scripture. I want to see these kids thrive in life, and I want myself to learn um, also to thrive and to be a leader, to become more um, who God wants me to be because I realized that a lot of my goals and a lot of my vision for my life wasn't ever set out 
even though I would often pretend that it was set out. A lot of my vision in my life was not set out, and I want it to be set out. I know I just repeated myself twice, but it's been really convicting to me these last, just this last week, and I'm going to be here for another three weeks. Um, oh, another prayer request I forgot. Uh, tomorrow is going to be the last day I have a partner in English Bible class. Um, a few, uh, I think three or, three or four English leaders are in um, Bob Jones University, and they have to go back because they're all freshmen to Bob Jones University con to continue their college work. And I'm going to be left behind to teach Bible class all by myself. And that's going to be very difficult because my partner, Josiah, is excellent. He is confident in the way he explains things. He's very good at tech technology because we show a video about the story of Moses every class. And I don't know what I'm going to do when he's gone. And I'm a little worried about that. But that's next week is when I'll have to teach an English class without him. So it's a good week. Um, I've gone for 25 minutes. I didn't expect to go this long. Um, and yeah, let me just close in prayer. And uh, I, I love to hear from you guys. To Feel free to ask me any questions by text, by Facebook Messenger, or by email. Um, I appreciate those. It may take me a while to get back because we're busy. Um, but yeah, just I appreciate your prayers. And let me just close in prayer. Dear Father, thank you for this opportunity to share with my friends and family what's going on. And thank you, Lord, how you're changing me and how you're changing so many lives around me. I pray, Father, that everything I've said here was um, clear, that if anything was unclear, that, um, that people would just see the heart that you've put within me, Lord. Um, I'm often unsure of myself and don't know what to say a lot of times, and so I stumble over my words, and I say things maybe even in the wrong way. But I pray, Father, that through all the, my weakness, Lord, that your love shown, and that Christ was shown. Thank you for Christ Jesus, and just the, the ministry of reconciliation, as Paul calls it, the, um, the, the privilege of sharing your word, of sharing your gospel, of sharing Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.